Are you someone who feels a little lost, stuck, or alone in life? That was where today's guest was, when she found her own way to purpose and discovered her way of giving back to the world in a way that resonates with her. She specializes in working with millennials, though her journey is one that will be familiar to listeners of any age who have woken up and realized that the path they are on is taking them further from joy and connection rather than closer to it. Welcome to The Grit Show, Growth on Purpose. I'm your host, Shauna Rodriguez, and I'm honored to be leading you on today's journey as part of this community growing together as seekers and thrivers. Parm Sagu is a spiritual life coach for millennials seeking purpose. Right up our alley, right? She is the owner and founder of Parm's Yoga. A few years ago, she surrendered her work as a nanotechnology engineer to follow the intense pull she felt to make a bigger impact on the world. Now, Parm helps unfulfilled professionals find purpose, inner peace, and get out of the dark place they're in. Today, we get to learn more about her journey and the work she is doing. Welcome, Parm. I'm so glad you were able to be here today. Thank you so much for having me, Shauna. This is such an honor, and it's so exciting to be here to chat with you. Yes, I want to hear more about that transition from nanotechnology engineering to where you are today with connecting and helping others find their purpose. Tell us about that. It was a journey. It was absolutely a journey. It was not an easy decision, but it was something that I knew I had to do. It was like, you know, when you're in this place that you know doesn't resonate with you and you Mm -hmm. have this, there's like two distinct parts of you, like one part that's saying, well, this doesn't doesn't resonate. I need to do something else. And the other side, that's like, well, I kind of need some money so I can feed myself and I can do things. And and so it's like, the heart versus the head, right? That's really what it was. And eventually I sat when I really had no option anymore. I felt like, okay, this is the end of, like, I need to make a decision now. I kind of sat with myself and I asked myself like, okay, if I stay here or if I take another job or whatever, am I going to be able to be happy? And I remember I turned down a job that would have doubled my salary because I knew that the answer was no. Like I looked Mm -hmm. down the road at my life 10 years from that moment. And I was like, if I stay here, I'm going to be miserable. I knew it. I just knew it. Whereas if I quit, you know, it was a big question mark, right? Because I didn't know what was coming next. And there's Mm -hmm. no way that I could have known. But I did know that, you know, there's a potential there. There is potential for me to be happy. Whereas if I stay, I know for sure I'm going to be miserable. And that for me was enough. And so I made that decision to quit. And and that started the snowball, right? So the next day, this is where all the excitement starts. So the next day I committed to my practice, my yoga practice. And I didn't know why. Okay. At the time, I just knew that, okay, normally I feel like everything is like, going crazy, right? Like the Mm. world around me is burning down because nothing makes sense. I don't know what to do. I just booked my job. Like, what am I going to do? And this hour, this hour that I spent on my mat was just, it was like peace, right? Like I finally felt like, okay, well, maybe, maybe it's okay. Like maybe it's okay that I don't have it all figured out. And that's really what kept me coming back. And eventually I committed to my practice. I said, okay, every single day before I do anything else, I'm going to practice yoga. Mm. I'm going to give to myself before I give to anyone else, right? That oh, was beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that was one of the things that really pushed me in that, that direction was I felt so 
burnt out. You know, I felt like I'd been giving and giving and giving and giving to the world in terms of like my time, my energy, my attention, my words, my money, like everything. And at the end of the day, like I would be exhausted. It would be midnight. And I'm like, okay, well, do I have time to give to myself? And it's like, well, no, now I got to go to bed so I can get up in time tomorrow. So that was one of my things. And finally I said, okay, I'm going to start my day by giving to me first. And so I committed to practice yoga every single day. And that that really accelerated my journey. I met someone who pushed me to do a, a breathing workshop. So I did that. And then I got an invitation to go to an ashram. I went to that ashram, met an enlightened master. I did a violence course. I did multiple courses. I did my yoga teacher training. Eventually, I made this real, I came to the realization that, oh my goodness, I have been so blessed. I have been so blessed to have been plucked out of the masses and given this gift of inner peace and freedom and knowing this, that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And so I felt this overwhelming need to give it back. And in a nutshell, that's when I decided to start Parms Yoga and when I decided to give what I had experienced back to the world. That is so beautiful. I love your line about giving back to myself before I give to anyone else. So everyone listening, you just need to pause and hear that one more time. I need to give to myself before I give to anyone else. Take Parm's words because we all need to hear that 12 times over, regardless of what job you're in or where you're at in life. That is a beautiful message that we definitely need to take from this conversation. So I'm glad that you you shared that. So as you made this transition, tell us more about the people around you and their response to you making this transition. Was that really a challenge for your family and your friends to see this? Or did they get that this is what you needed? It was a challenge for sure. So my family is, so I'm a second generation immigrant. So my parents immigrated from India and, you know, they worked their, you know, they worked mm-hmm. and worked and worked so that their kids would be able to have a better life. And so you know, to have their only daughter go to school and study engineering, it was amazing. And then to yes. have a job for six months and quit, it was like, okay, what are you doing? Yes. <laughs> yes. And for the families that I know that come from Indian families, it's engineers, engineers and doctors. And being an engineer is a huge deal. And you being a nanotechnology engineer is a huge accomplishment. Anyone who understands schooling and education, that's a huge accomplishment, period. But culturally, that was a huge accomplishment as well. So that's a big transition for you. It was definitely a challenge. But again, this came back to that statement that I said, like, I need to give to myself. Like, I realized that I had made that decision to even study that field from a place of not being connected to myself. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt rushed to make that decision. It was like, okay. At the end of high school, it's like, okay, everyone is going to apply to university, right? Like nobody's doing anything else, right? And it's like, and universities encourage this too, right? Like they give you some, I don't know, I think it's a bit of a scholarship or a a grant if you go directly from high school to university, Mm -hmm. like if you don't take a gap year or do anything else. And so for me, it was like, that was the most logical step, right? Everyone around me is doing it and I'm going to get free money if I do it. So why not? And so I did that, but I didn't really feel like I knew what I wanted to do at that point. I just kind of did it. And the way that I chose that field is like, it sounded like the most interesting type of engineering, like versus chemical engineering or electrical (laughs) engineering. Okay, no thanks. (laughs) It does. It does. It does sound like the most interesting type of engineering. I would give you, I would definitely give you that. 
Yeah. And so actually before this whole part, like this whole journey that I told you, when I graduated, I did take a year for myself, actually. I bought a one-way ticket to South America and I just took some time to try to figure my life out. Like, what do I actually want for my life? Like, what is it that is not letting me be happy? And what is, what am I looking for in this life? And so I didn't find what I was looking for until I was at the ashram, right? So I did have to go through all of that. And I feel like my mom is a little bit more progressive and she kind of understood. She was a little bit more laissez-faire, like she let me do what I needed to do. And, you know, in terms of other kind of commitments, like in Canada, I'm in Canada, the loan, like the student loan system is pretty forgiving. Like they give you 15 years (laughs) to kind of like give that money back, like Mm -hmm. interest-free. And so I thought like, okay, well, I have time and like, I'm not- Oh, hold on. Did you just say interest-free? Interest-free. Yeah. (laughs) I I heard the 15 years, but but then you said interest-free and and, and I just like choked. (laughs) Sorry. I'm in the States. I'm in America. We do not get anything interest-free in the States. (laughs) That's wonderful. So that you were able to do that interest-free. That's amazing. But still, 15 years is still hard depending on the the amount of your loans. But that is, yeah, that's helpful. Sorry. I was distracted. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) It's all good. That is like, you know, the eyes are like, oh my gosh, what? 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 Interest-free? Student loans that are interest-free? But how can corporations make money off of you? Oh, wait. It's not about <laughs> corporations making money off of you. What a concept. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I digress. I digress. Yes. But you were saying as you were making this transition <laughs> and evaluating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think I kind of developed that muscle to kind of push everyone away and be like, well, I need to do this for me. And I think that over the course of this journey, they saw the transformation in me and that was more than me saying it, right? Like me yes. saying something 50 times is not the same as me showing them how much happier I am and how much more fulfilled I feel and like how much of love they were. Oh, you know, that's amazing. It's, yeah. It's so much different than like dragging yourself up out of bed in the morning and like force feeding yourself because you know you have like a nine hour day ahead of you. Like, you know, it's, it's a really, really different energy and people notice, right? And so because of that, they've kind of like, let me do my thing. And yeah, so it's gotten well, easier over time. And in the beginning, it was super hard, but it's gotten easier. Sure. Well, there's that piece of you actually being able to isolate yourself, understanding that you needed to be with you and having that confidence to figure out what you needed and recognizing that. Because I think it's kind of hard to be in that place. And you, like you said, you recognize it that you knew what 10 years from now would be on the same track and it was not pretty. You didn't know for sure what this other track would be, but it was worth figuring out what that other track would be. And I think that that is really important to recognize that you were at that point and you chose that other track. And to be able to get to the place where now you can show people, like how much happier I am, guess what? It's not just about prestige of a job and the money from the job. There's so much more to my happiness. And guess what? Over here, I can still have the prestige and the money. Like it could still come and I can be happy while I'm doing it. Imagine that. Like (laughs) those things can all be in alignment. I can get in alignment with doing what brings me joy and fulfillment and happiness and purpose. Purpose. That's the big thing we like around here. I can have all of that and it can all do that. It takes a while to change over here, but I can make that all happen on this other track that can lead to that. Whereas this track is never going to lead to those other two things. This might have these things is social acceptance for this job that's obvious that everyone knows would be a good job. 
and the money that definitely pays the bills and double that if I would have taken that track. But there's more to life than that. And every day, and I need to come first. Yay, Parms! Absolutely, absolutely. You know what? I actually, as you were saying that, something came up for me because it is not easy, right, to create that shield and to be like, okay, well, you know, I have my blinders on and I'm doing what I want. And I don't care what you guys say, right? Mm-hmm. That in itself was a journey. You know, I mm-hmm. remember like going through university and even before that, I used to think about like, okay, what is, I used to, used to try to fill my cup with all these different things. And I used to listen to society, right? It wasn't always that I knew that, okay, only I can make myself happy. I used to think like, okay, society is saying you should um, be great to your family. You should be generous. You should donate. You should travel. You should be educated. You should have a great job. You should have lots of money. You should have X, Y, Z, like so many things. And I'm telling you, Shauna, I tried everything. Mm-hmm. I tried you know, I tried to give everything to my relationships, like not only family, but personal relationships, my friends, like my boyfriends. I traveled, I mentioned I traveled for a year. I got the education. I worked in all these like incredible places, all these fields, these super high tech fields. And like, I did all the things, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, I still had that feeling inside me, like something is missing and I don't know what it is. And that, you know, it was all like that moment when I quit, it was all like, it was a straw, like the straw that broke the camel's back. My boss was like, Hey, Parm, you've got to decide, like, are you going to move to kitchen? Like it was a city like an hour away. And I don't know, there were some good circumstances. Like he wanted me to make a decision and uh, on something. And that was it. That was the turning point for me. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I can't do this anymore. Like I've depleted myself because I've given and I've given and I've mm-hmm. given and I've been searching and grasping for straws in the world outside me when all the answers are inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That is amazing. It's still not, even when you have like that positioning there where the universe is like, here's your moment, like do it. And a lot of people still can't. And I know that for my own journey that I had, there's, it's almost kind of funny. There's been twice where one that the world kind of took me away from my career. And I was like, okay, I'm going to find my way back. Okay. I'm going to find my way back. <laughs> Instead of being like, no, you're meant for greater other things, Shauna. Like, let it go and go follow your bliss. There's something else amazing in store for you. And it's, it took a couple times. <laughs> so it took a couple times for me to get that. And I just fought harder in my career saying, no, I can get all these things for my career. Instead of like, no, no, there's other things over here. And so it's incredible that you were able to, to do that and to find that space. And your trans, your transition, it sounds like with you and your time on the yoga mat and your time in the ashram and you doing that was a big part of that. And that's what led you to your specific work that you do with individuals. Can you tell us more about the work you do and how that helps others? Absolutely. So what I do is I use the ancient sciences of yoga, breathwork, and meditation to help people break free from their self-limiting beliefs. Now, I know that these terms are thrown around a lot, so I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into what I mean by this. So when you're breaking free from these, so there are a couple ways that people normally do this. Like on the market, you'll find like hypnotherapy, you'll find NLP, you'll find lots of different things that rewrite patterns and things that we say to ourselves. Mm-hmm. The strength and the power of yoga, this practice that has been around for thousands of years and that was given, like propounded by enlightened masters, not only does it have the energy like their energy behind it, like each posture, you know, does something on an energetic level as well. And, you know, I talk a lot about this on my page and it's a lot to get into right now. So we're not going to go that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
what yoga actually does is it erases those patterns. So in one method, you see you're just taking like a pen and you're writing on top of something, right? Until you, you write over and over and over until you can't see what was there previously. Mm-hmm. But with this, you're actually erasing it. And what that does, the strength of that is that it allows you to be in the present moment, right? It clears all that fog from your head. Like if you've ever needed to do something, but you're just like sitting there and you're like, okay, well, I need to do this. And then your mind just goes off on a trip somewhere. And like 20 minutes later, you're like, what am I doing? I'm still sitting here. I need to do this thing. Uh-huh. Like, that fog. <laughs> Yoga has the power to clear that away. And it is so, so powerful. Like, I don't even know how to explain the magic of this. Like I, like this journey has been so, like so many years and it's been so many ups and downs and what it is is it's a whole conversation about karma and like karmic lessons and like working through things and erasing traumas and you know it's not just about the body right your physical body is a vehicle to work into your consciousness right because you Mm -hmm. can work directly with your consciousness you can use your body if you know how to do that and so that's the power of yoga is that you clear out your consciousness That's amazing. And that's amazing. So the work with you is very individualized to help people figure out how they can use their body to make those connections and to clear those things out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're talking about like real life things like erasing traumas and making major life decisions and managing your mind, bringing the mind to stillness. That in itself is a huge deal. You know, our mind is constantly bouncing back and forth between the past and the future and so many other things. And the mind is the only cause of suffering, right? You think about mm-hmm. all your emotions mm-hmm. and all the situations in your life. They're only a big deal, quote unquote, because of the mind. And so if you can manage the mind, you literally will own your life. Yes. And you do a lot of work around mindset. Can you talk more about some of those pieces? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you know, coming back to yoga, when you know how to use these practices, mm-hmm. you will be able to master your mindset, right? Like, so there are a lot of different factors that affect our mind, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not just the things that we've experienced in the past. It's also things that you eat, your routine, the people you surround yourself with, what you consume, like not just with your mouth, but with your eyes, your ears, your nose, your touch, everything affects your consciousness. Like it's crazy. Everything will affect your mind in some subtle way. Mm -hmm. And so not only being mindful and aware of that, but also being able to erase, you know, like really not hold on to, let me put it that way, not hold on to those impressions so that you are new and fresh in every moment. Right. Think about like, I don't know, someone pinches you, for example, and then you go on thinking about it for like an hour. Like, why did they pinch me? What did I do to them? Like, what do they want? Uh You know, like, Uh like, Silly little things, whereas if you know how to properly manage these things, it can be like a momentary thing, like, oh, they pitched me. Okay, sure. That's it. That's the end. And that would be with anything. Like one of the ancient definitions of yoga is yoga chitta vritti nirodha. And that's Sanskrit for yoga is subduing the modulations of the mind. And it really Ooh. is the science of consciousness because it's boiled down the mind's activities into five. And what it does is it brings us all to stillness so that you can have complete and utter clarity of mind. This inner peace, you can be connected with yourself all the time. Like, you know, decisions won't be hard anymore. And that's where the purpose piece comes in too, right? Because I believe that we all know what we're supposed to do. We know Mm -hmm. it deep down, but the mind, which is not as deep down as our inner knowing, is Mm -hmm. the one that 
create the ruckus and says, well, I don't want to do that. That's unsafe. That's scary. Well, I'm not sure about that. And blah, blah, blah. And like these endless stories. And that's what kind of hides our purpose from us. And so with the practice of yoga, you settle the mind down, you brush it aside and you connect with your purpose. So our mind is like a two-year-old toddler running around causing chaos and we need to help put it down for a nap so that we can get to our inner knowing and get to that (laughs) deeper level with our purpose because that toddler keeps causing that chaos. Basically, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. And so tell us, so with your clients, is it usually finding that purpose and understanding and getting to that level the hardest part of it? Or is it then once they know it, making it happen? Or do you really feel like the getting to that purpose is the harder part? I would say that the hardest part for people is to make the decision to work on themselves. Mm. Because once they make that decision, the work starts happening, right? Mm. But it's like people will be interested and then at the last second, they'll back out. And this actually is a quality of the mind right? Because Mm. if you've ever wanted to do something that you know is super good for you, but then there's a fear that comes up, that fear most likely will take you away from that thing so that your mind will feel safe in the patterns that it already has. Mm -hmm. And so at some level, people know that, okay, if I do this, something's going to change. And that fear is too much. And so if someone can overcome that initial step, then everything else happens. It's almost it's almost immediate. In the first time that I ran my program, this was like before I had an audience, before anything, like it was one person. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first spoke with him, we had a 15 minute call. Like I knew him for years. Like he was someone I knew from, like we were kids, we went to school together. And when I saw him, he had a blanket over his shoulders, blinds were drawn, like his hair was long, it was really dark in his room. Like he was just talking to me, like he was in a really dark place. Yeah. And Two weeks later, I'm not even kidding you. Two, I have timestamps, okay? <laughs> two uh, weeks later, he had, you know, he the blinds were open, the sun was shining in, he cut his hair, he was smiling, the blanket was gone. Like, the work happens. It's just about making that, taking those steps, right? Taking those scary steps. But, you know, I see him now. I still work with him now. Like, years later, he's still, you know, we still work together. And he's made so many massive changes in his life. Like, I am so proud of him. Like, every time I see him now, he starts with a smile. Like, it's so beautiful to watch. Like, it's such an honor to be part of this journey for people. That's amazing. And I think that the fear and the safety is so huge because even you, like, it's so much safer to be in a nanotechnology engineering job and know what's going to be in the future that you don't necessarily want than this other thing when you have no clue what that future holds and what else might be on this other track. It's so much easier when this is a known. Unknowns, mm, known, mm, unknown. And so it really makes sense that for people like that fear, once you decide, like, I'm going to embrace the unknown because I know I don't want this. And as soon as you do that, that's what you need to do. And you start making that happen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's all it is, right? Everything that seems impossible is just, it's just that it seems impossible. It isn't actually impossible. Yes. Making the decision to make that transition is the biggest. That's the hardest step is just stepping over to that. So do you have any other stories about some of your clients and their purpose in making that transition for them? I have this one. Oh my gosh, I love this story because I don't even know the whole story, but just the parts of it that I know, I just, I love it. So one of my clients, he came to me saying, Parm, you know, I really want to quit this job. He's like, all I want from like, 
working with you is I want to know when I will be able to quit this job. And he didn't give me many details. Mm-hmm. He just said that. And this was part of my program. And he, by the end of it, four, four weeks later, <laughs> I received a message before my last, before our last like live coaching session. And he said, I don't know if I'll make it because I'm planning to move back to Canada. Like he was in the UK at the time working the job there. And he said, I'm planning to move back to the UK because I sent him my letter of resignation. Like no story. He just told me like, okay, he went from wanting a date for went to actually quitting and moving back to Canada like within a span of four weeks like it's crazy like I can't even explain it okay I'm not gonna pretend like I know what's happening yeah but it's exactly what you said that once you decide and he decided he went from knowing so when can I do this to I've done it (laughs) like it's done I've decided I'm done and now I'm gonna go start this future that I actually want because I'm ready for it that's amazing that is a huge transition yeah, yeah, it's incredible. He has his own business out now and he's working on it. Like, I love it. It's just, it's just incredible to be able to do this work. That is amazing. I'm very glad. And so you find that with the purpose that people know what it is as soon as they start looking for it, that it's there the whole time, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, people know it. Like, people know it, whether it's like a little feeling inside them, like an interest or something that pulls them in that direction. Even for myself, like something inside me always called me to yoga. Like I was always interested, but I never actually went after it. Like I would do it here and there. I would dabble. But even while I was traveling, like I would wake up on a beach in the middle of like nowhere and there would be some random person like practicing beside me saying, come, come practice with me. And I'm like, okay, like this is so random, you know? (laughs) Just like that, like things will keep showing up in your life and there'll be like this interest, like, hmm. And it's when you make the choice of like, okay, I'm going to do this now. That's when things start to change, right? For me, it was when I made the decision, I'm going to practice every single day. And you know what? Every decision that came after that was also difficult, but easier and easier to make. Like breathwork workshop, sure. Go live in an ashram? Sure. Silence course? Okay. Meeting an enlightened master? Okay. Go to a different ashram? Okay. Start a company? Okay. Like, you know, it gets easier and easier. Like, and a good way to know, like, if you're going in the right direction is if the Mm -hmm. decisions scare you. They should scare you. If they're too comfortable, you're not moving. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's the breadcrumbs and you just keep following them. It sounds like as you list them, like this one led to this one, led to this one, and you just keep going in the right direction. And you can feel the energy, the alignment that comes with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. The universe is guiding you at every single step. You just need to open your eyes and see that. That is so exciting. I love this. I love that you've kind of found this way. And I love that you're helping others do this. I think it's probably a good time to kind of share with people like how they can get connected with you if this is really speaking with them, because you have something that they can do on your website, right? Yes, absolutely. So parmsyoga.com is my website and I do have a secret page of freebies. It's not so secret. (laughs) (laughs) It's a secret. It's just for you guys. No one else knows about it. (laughs) (laughs) If you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page of the footer, it says freebies and there's a lot of things there. So there's a free yoga class. I have a monthly newsletter. I have some free PDFs with some breathing tutorials. There's a meditation in one of them. It's like a free bonus in one of them is one I talk about clearing your space and you know this is really interesting you get a little bit of philosophy and you also get a little bit of what we were talking about here right you clear your space and move forward and there's lots of things there check it out 
Wonderful. And so that's the parmesyoga.com slash resources is where they go for that then. Yes. Parmesyoga.com slash resources. Wonderful. And you can also find me on Instagram. Wonderful. At parmesyoga. At Parms Yoga, yes. We will have both of those in the show notes for you guys. So in case you're you're wanting to be able to find it quick and easy, we'll, we'll hook you up. You can find it pretty easily. That's wonderful. The other thing that we always do during our shows is we have like a self-care spotlight where we talk about what we do for self-care. And it sounds like yoga is a big part of your self-care. Is there anything else that you kind of integrate as part of your self-care on a regular basis? Mm-hmm. There's actually a lot of things that I do. The first and foremost, or the most important thing that I would say is kind of what I started off our chat with, which was take some time before you start your day for yourself. And whether that's taking a walk, doing some yoga, doing some breath work, meditating, journaling, whatever it may be, you'll take that time, whether it's 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, make that time just for you. Because if you don't charge your batteries, you're not going to be able to give to the people around you anyways. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So you got to fill up your cup before you can fill up anybody else's or get anything else done, really. So take care of yourself first. Put you at the top of the list. That's definitely important. Yeah. That's wonderful. And that's something that you still are able to prioritize and have been able to do as you've made this transition then. Yes, I just keep adding to it. I My morning routine is like, <laughs> it's like two and a half hours. That's before I start my day. Like, <laughs> that's honestly, amazing. I, I don't miss it because, and you know what? The difference is tangible. Like from the moment I wake up to after my practice, after my whole routine, it's like a completely different person. It's like wiping the windows clean, you know, just wiping it all off. Like, and you do it every single day and it gets cleaner and cleaner and cleaner and you start, you feel better and better and better. Right. That's incredible. I love that. That's wonderful. The other thing that we do for all of our guests is we actually, cause we care about self care on the grit show. And we have the color of grit, which is a series of coloring books that we have because we think coloring is a good way to help integrate self-care. And so we send you a free one as a thank you for taking your time to be here and share with our audience. And so you get to choose. We have the vintage mermaid and magnificent ocean, which is already available, or you can wait a little while. And the one that's coming out is called you've got this, which is inspirational quotes. So which would you like for us to send you a copy of? Oh my gosh, that is incredible. I would love the ocean one. Yay! That is by far the favorite one, which makes me happy. Yeah. Well, it's done, so that's nice because I like to give immediate gratification and, gra- and thank yous. About <laughs> but it's also just kind of fun because it was, you know, the first one that we did. So it's kind of exciting that it's that it's appreciated. So we will be sending you a copy of the Mermaid, Vintage Mermaid, A Magnificent Ocean, Color of Grit Coloring Book. So you can have that. So you can add it to your your repertoire of things you can do and you can share it too. If we let our guests share, we're okay with that. We like that you have a routine. So it's okay if that doesn't fit in the two and a half hours. <laughs> and so then the other thing that we like to do is we like to have people have something specific that they can kind of walk away with their, their grit wit to take with them as they go about their day after listening to this show. And what is something of the things we've talked about that you really recommend? I mean, it sounds like that starting, finding what they need to do to start the day for themselves might be the top thing that they should consider figuring out. Would you think? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what? One thing that I would add to that is, so we've talked a lot about how yoga affects the mind. And I would love for everyone listening to experience that because it's one thing to hear it and it's a another thing to experience it so there's a free yoga class that I mentioned I would love 
love, love. If everyone listening would take that and try it out in the morning of 30 minutes pre-recorded, you do it whenever you can and just see how you feel afterwards. So in the 30 minutes, you get a little bit of breath work, you get some yoga postures and you get a little bit of meditation, right? Very beginner friendly. Don't worry about, you know, standing on your hands and whatever, like why don't do that stuff. <laughs> so nice. it's very accessible. Try it out and let me know how you feel afterwards. That's important. I want to know. Wonderful. You guys can check that out and be able to do that to see how it makes you feel and connect with Parm and let her know. I love that. So everyone can take that away for them and, and try it out as a way to start the day for them and putting themselves first because we got to make sure we do that. Is there anything else you want to make sure you share with our listeners as we kind of wrap things up? I, the words follow your heart are coming to mind and that's so cliche, but it's really, really so important because honestly, your heart knows it all. Like, you know what you need to be doing. So if you are searching for purpose, just take some time to find stillness and listen to yourself. And you already have all the answers. Yes, you already have all the answers. I love that. I think that people are so busy looking outside for things and feeling overwhelmed. And yet the stillness and the listening to themselves is the most important part for that. Mm-hmm. That is wonderful. Thank you so much, Parm. I really love that you made time to share with us today. And I hope that our listeners get a chance to connect with you more because you are just delightful and have a lot to offer. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's been wonderful. Thanks. So for everyone out there, if you're interested in checking out the coloring books, you can get sample pages off our website at thegritshow.com. And we appreciate you taking your time to be part of this conversation. Your time is valuable and sharing it with us has been a gift. So I hope you're keeping in mind how valuable you are, how unique your perspective, understanding, and contributions are, and that they really do make a difference. You are the only one of you that this world has got, and that means something. We'll see you next week. Are you a warrior who's a little wary? Do you work in a high-stress profession? Someone who's had a before and an afterline carved through your life? If so, then I'm here to tell you about a podcast that was made for you. I'm Shauna Rodriguez, host of The Grit Show and someone who can identify. Like many of you, I'm ready for the other side. The Grit Show is your place for self-care and learning, room to breathe and live life with a little more ease. Come laugh with us, cry if you need to, at thegritshow.com or on your favorite podcast platform. The Grit Show, growth on purpose.